0: This is the Mosaic Church podcast. Mosaic Church is committed to making disciples that discover Christ, connect in Christian community, and serve others and the world. Good morning, Mosaic Church. Let's go ahead and um, regather and... And grab your Bibles to Psalms 23. But before we do that, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this day. We thank you for your word that you've provided for us. And Lord, for your Holy Spirit to help enlighten us, not only to hear the words, but to empower us to do the word. So Lord, we pray that you would help us this morning, our Mosaic Church family and our friends. We love you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. I'd like for you to read out of Psalms 23, if you have your Bibles. I'm going to be doing the NIV version here, and it's, this is something that all of you should already know. Uh, many of you already know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me besides the quiet waters, he restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. So typically, I was, normally would have a different sermon series leading up to Easter, but I really felt compelled to, uh, to do the 23rd Psalm. You know, many of all of us are living in strange times. We're not accustomed to what is going on. I've never experienced anything like this in my life. Now, one thing I love about the 23rd Psalm, it has this universal appeal. You know, you everybody seems to know it. It doesn't matter if you were raised in church or not in church. Everybody seems to know the 23rd Psalms. I've seen uh, in, in old movies or maybe uh, like National Geographic clips of military men in battle. They quote it. Um, so uh, I've seen it quoted in weddings. And I've been to weddings where they quote the 23rd Psalms. I've seen it quoted in all different circumstances, in hospital and hospital visit, and probably many of the moms who have been forced to homeschool uh, are quoting uh, this passage as well, while they're homeschooling their kiddos. Now when you look at the passage, it's a very uh, very s- serene passage, it talks about green pastures and streaming waters, and it just, it just looks really uh, calming, and, and I think that's one of the reasons Uh, People love the passage so much. And then if you read on, it talks about guests being ministered to, they, you know, being taken care of. And I could say, who wouldn't love this passage? Who wouldn't want this passage to be written in their hearts? You get calmed by reading it. So I want to tell you something, church family. There's more to it than meets the eye. I'm going to truncate this passage, this message, and so that'll fit in the next 15 minutes. So please bear with me. Please have your Bibles uh, handy, and so you can read it. In the beginning, you'll see that I think the whole chapter will talk about the good, uh, life, the bad, uh, and the better, and you're going to see that progression during the sermon. In verses one through three, we have this blissful pastoral life, the green grass and, and lying down near still waters. And then in verse four, we have the dangerous valley, uh, deep shadows. And then in verse five and six, six we can see that uh, we arrive safely in the Lord's house. And, and so I w- many people think this is just maybe a snapshot of life, but I think it's showing us a lot more. If you look at the scriptures again, Even though it resonates, all of us understand these phases of life, there's more to it. Now, if you've lived long enough, you've been through peaceful times where everything went well, and then you've been through tough times. Now, many of you are saying that we're going through tough times, and we are. It's very difficult. Uh, But there are times where people throughout history have been through tougher times. And so, but anyway, if you live long enough, you've experienced all these cycles of life. Now, there are times where uh, the Scripture is going to talk about dangerous trials and, and dangerous trails and, and deep shadows. And, and right now, I can think of like Italy going through a very dark time where uh, many people are being um, uh, are affected by the virus. And so I think of our believer brothers and sisters in Italy. But the psalm does not just want to describe life. I believe it wants to define it. So maybe you've read it a million times, look at it again, and I believe God wants to help us define what life is and not just describe it. So many of us are confused about life and um, the definition of life. So let's begin. The Lord is our shepherd. I would like for us to say that again. The Lord is our shepherd. And just say it again with me at home. The Lord is our shepherd. And I think that's something we have to really just let it seep into our hearts, that the Lord is our shepherd. That's the thing I love about Psalms 23. It begins with the Lord is our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. It's a statement of faith. It's a statement of trust, period. When we say the Lord is my shepherd, we are making a statement of faith and trust. If I wanted to end the message right now, I think if we can get those two things Deep in our hearts and understand that the 23rd Psalm is a statement of faith and trust. The Lord is my shepherd. It should shape the way we approach life. It's not the other way around. And so if you look at it again, the Lord is my shepherd. Now, one of the challenges that we've had and, and we've been um, shaken by this uh, virus here in our country all over the world is that a lot of times when we have plenty, uh, we tend to maybe ignore or maybe not really spend the time with the Lord or acknowledge the Lord. You know, when things are going well, we, we, we think that, hey, things are going well, I, I don't need anything, I'm doing well with myself, with my abilities, I'm working hard, I'm studying hard, and all these things are falling into place. Maybe you're healthy, and you take your vitamins, and you exercise, and you eat right, and things are going well. You, you work hard at work, and, and, and you stay extra hours, and you've progressed at your job. You know, um, your, your marriage is perfect, your kids are, are perfect, and everything is just lined up right now. And that's going to be a challenge uh, for many of us who may have experienced that time in your life, because many of us, we focus on our circumstances and not the Lord is my shepherd. Now, the temptation, what I would call springtime, the times where things are going well, is to forget that the Lord is our shepherd. We think we're healthy because we take our vitamins and we exercise and we eat well. And, and because of those things we do, I'm healthy. Or uh, maybe you flourished at your job because you have put the effort. Or you think um, uh, that because of, of the things that you're doing is helping you to, to uh, get you forward in your life with Jesus. But again, I want to reiterate and just pour it down into your hearts. The Lord is my shepherd. So the, the temptation is that you begin to think, and I've fallen trapped to this, you begin to think that it is because of my efforts that I am progressing in my journey in life. Now, a little bit shadowy, shadowy uh, situation is sometimes spiritually we can do the same thing. And I want to challenge us. The Lord is my shepherd. Sometimes we think, Well, I'm really growing in the Lord because I've read my scripture every day. Sometimes you, you know, uh, people like to post this. It is a pet peeve of mine uh, when people tell me all the things they're doing for the Lord. And so maybe you're like, I prayed and read my scriptures today, and you know, I've memorized 10 verses, and um, and I did this, and I did that, and, and you are growing spiritually. But the challenge, and it's a very shadowy, very very uh, slight thing, but we have to be careful, is that we begin to think it's because of what I've done. It's because I've read. It's because I've prayed. It's because I've done this, and I've done that. And it reminds me of an old a video of a famous comedian friend of mine. He's not a friend of mine. I've watched him so much, he's like a friend. Uh, but he's my favorite Comedian and talks about the me monster, where he talks about me, me, and I, I, and this, look what I have done, and, and I've done this, and I've done that. And we have to be careful, and that's what I love about the Psalms 23rd, third Psalm, is that it focuses on our attention on that that, that God is the good shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. And so when we're living these springtimes of life when things are going well, we have the tendency to think it is because of what we've done. So let me just re- help us refocus on the 23rd Psalms. One thing I notice when you read the 23rd Psalms that the sheep do not create the grass. Uh, sheep do not uh, create the, the beautiful streams of water. They get to enjoy it, but they didn't create it. And so I think that's what we're, the Lord is trying to tell us, Mosaic Church, is that in good times... We still have to remember, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. And that's going to be the, the temptation is to forget all the things that he has done. Now, of course, I'll, I'll talk to you in a second about it is good to pray and it is good to read. And because of those things, the Lord has blessed us with his presence, blessed us with uh, the Holy Spirit. And we have progressed. But again, it's, it's the Lord who's doing the work. And he does bless us when we do those things. Now, the reason I mention that is that I know too many people that have read their scriptures, who have prayed every morning, but sometimes feel like their, their prayers are being bounced off from the ceiling, that nobody's hearing. them. God's not hearing. No one is hearing them. And they, they read scriptures, and they do all these things, and so what I'm trying to say to us, church, is that let's not fall prey to somehow that, that it's like a mathematical equation. If we do this, this will happen. Here at Mosaic Church, we don't play that game. We know that there are people who love the Lord with all their heart who are suffering right now with sickness. They have prayed and they have put their knees down at the altar and they have done all the, the right things. And so just because we do certain things doesn't mean that X is going to happen. And Psalms 23 is refocusing us, our attention. The Lord is my shepherd. You know, one thing I think that sheep are really good at, sheep are really good at wandering off and just taking their own path. And I believe God is going to challenge us today, today, and to help us to acknowledge, Lord, we are, our hearts are prone to wander. It reminds me of an old hymn. And there's a line that says, let that grace, Lord, like a fetter, which means chain, let that grace, Lord, like a chain, bind my wandering heart, my wandering heart. We are like sheep. We have a tendency to wander off, wander off in our focus during the good times that it is the Lord who brings these good gifts. The Lord is my shepherd. Let's not be blind or naive to think that if we do X, I mean A plus B equals X. It's not like that. What we have to acknowledge that no matter what season we are in in life, that God is our our Father and He is the one that brings the good gifts. Now, if you have a good job, it's because of God. If you have a wonderful relationship. With your wife, it's because of what Jesus has done in your life. If your kids are awesome and they're, they're compliant and they listen to you, it's because of Jesus. It's because of Jesus, and we need to make sure we give thanks to the Lord, but we always need to recognize that God is the giver of gifts. Now, John Newton once said that he believes that God will always want to show us that we are his sheep and he is our shepherd. And so our circumstances today that we find ourselves, why are we not at a facility at 901 Thomasville Road? Why is the church being put into their homes to watch on a live stream? That's a good question. But we always have to remember, always have to remember, that we are his sheep and he is our shepherd. God does communicate his love and his presence Um, does come through reading the word and does come from praying and kneeling and those things. But again, the Lord is our shepherd. It is him that does the good work in our lives. Let's read on. And even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. So many of us are going through dark valleys. I have a good friend of mine right now. Uh, His wife is... um, is being in the hospital because of this, and, she, and she's on a ventilator. And so for them, it's, it's a dark time there in, uh, in, in Europe. And so for many, we're going through a dark time. And the scripture will talk about that. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, what's it say? I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Some of us are struggling, even in our own church, Some of us are struggling with finances, maybe health. I just found out that one of my neighbors is is struggling with cancer. Maybe you're at home thinking, Lord, I'm in this dark, shadowy valley time of my life. Maybe your marriage or your health or your job. Maybe you're overworked, underpaid, and undervalued at work. And so you recognize, you understand this part of the scripture. But again, the Lord is trying to focus our attention. and This is uh, not just about life, but he wants us to help us to focus and determine what truly is life. Even though I walk through the valley of the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. Maybe some, uh, or you're watching and I have um, lots of acquaintances that maybe feel like things, life has passed them by, that good job, or or that, that a marriage, or kids. And God understands. And, and, and I pray for all my friends that are finding themselves in that circumstances. And there are times that I have been in that circumstance. It says here, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. Why? Why? Not because of something we've done. Because you are with me. You are with me. Again, the twenty-third psalm wants to shape our thinking, not just describe life. It is the Lord who brings us through green pastures. It is the Lord that brings us through green pastures. Now there are times, and I'm not a farmer, and I'm not a you know I'm not a shepherd by trade, but I read a lot, and I've stayed at the Holiday Inn. Put a laugh track there. Um, There are times where the shepherd will have to move the sheep to other areas. You know, the the grass may be withered away because of the changing of the seasons or maybe the dry weather, and that shepherd will have to take sheep and, and take them to another location. And there are times where that other location is not green grass. It's down deep in the dark, shadowy valleys. But the shepherd knows that there's water there. And I want to challenge us as a church, and I'm going to wrap up here soon, that even during these dark valley times, very much what we're experiencing right now, I believe that we can find peace and rest. Even though there's no grass to lay on or there's no water to drink from obvious water, I believe God is directing us as a church To a place that he knows exists. Like, just like a good shepherd would know, you know, he's gonna lead his sheep to a place, it looks barren, but he knows that there's a special place for them to to, to drink. So let me just finish up here. The Lord is my shepherd. One thing that we say here a lot at Mosaic Church is, His presence is our reward. For you are with me. It says, he's not alone. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. There are some things, and I believe this because I've experienced it and maybe you have experienced it. There are some things, there's a depth that I've learned and experienced through my relationship with Jesus it did not come from the good times. It came from the tough times. And I'm going to believe that we're going through as a nation, as a, as a world, we're going through this tough time, that God will bring us, he's going to bring his, his followers into this place where we can find this hidden well that we can be blessed by, even though the circumstances, circumstances around us are pretty darkened. I have found personally, and I believe the scripture will prove this out, there are times where we will find this really deep relationship with the Lord. When it's darkest. I remember I got really, really sick a few, uh, about 20 years ago. And I remember thinking, uh, I don't know if I can get through this. But here's the thing the Lord used my wife, Robin, to help me get through this. So even though we were going as a, a family, as a very dark time, there was something beautiful that was going on. And I believe something beautiful can happen here. In our church, in our community during this dark time. And we have to remember that the Lord is my shepherd. Too many of us, and maybe as a nation, and I don't wanna speak for the nation, but maybe we thought, man, we're doing good. We don't need God. We don't wanna recognize him, we don't wanna acknowledge him. We're doing good. Our finances are fine, our retirement fund is fine, everything was good. And here we find ourselves, man, maybe our our retirement fund isn't as secure as we thought. And I think, I'm sure it's something natural that has happened, but I believe that God wants to do something supernatural and open our eyes and that we, even the church, may have fallen prey to thinking we've got it good because of what we've done. And I found myself saying, thank you, Lord. Because you are a good God, and you are my shepherd. So we don't just trust on the green grass, but we trust in the good shepherd. And so I think that's what I want us to just go home with. Again, that God is our, uh, our reward. His presence is our reward. Now, I found, and I just gave you a little story, that a lot of times God will reward us with his presence through people. At that time, 20 years ago, it was, it was my wife. And, and there are other times where friends and, and family have ministered to me. And I pray that I have done the same thing. And I believe God wants to use you to be his ambassadors, to be an agent of grace. So I'm challenging you, people, uh, Mosaic family. And I'm challenging myself. Get on the phone and call your fellow believer, your fellow family member, your, your church family member. And be that agent of grace. Don't assume someone else is going to do it. And so I believe that God is our shepherd. He's our good shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. And when you are next to the shepherd, you don't have any real wants. His presence is our reward. So be humble enough to call a brother or sister. Uh, Be humble enough to say, you know what, I'm scared, I'm nervous. And then pray for one another. 2 Corinthians says, we are Christ's ambassadors. Don't wait to be an ambassador. Be the ambassador right now. I want to finish here. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. I just want to focus on one word as we wrap up. The word follow. A very unique word in the Hebrew. In verse 6, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That word follow is a very unique word. It has a negative connotation, such as you could see in the Old Testament, it's used in other places where the, uh, the, the enemy army was following me. It's like being hounded. It's like the word hounded. The Bible says, here it says, surely your goodness and love will follow me. So maybe again, that's something we said, maybe it, some, a word that we can understand is being hounded. Surely your goodness and love will hound me. Very much so like a um, maybe um, you know, you're know you walking down the street and some dog will just follow you. And, and, and so that's where the negative connotation begins. I believe the psalmist is trying to flip that word and say, God will love us so much, he will, he will pursue us, he will hound us, because he desires that relationship with his creation, his, his people, us. I believe it's to provide emphasis, to stress that, uh, that God desires that relationship, and we must acknowledge him. Now, the rest of the passage talks about a future banquet that God will take care of us and we will be in his presence. He will uh, will hound us because he loves us. He will leave the 99 to find that one. He loves us so much. So as we wrap it up, I just want to say that Jesus loves you so much. Um, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So I pray God that this morning, as we uh, are in the middle of this uh, storm, and right now it's it's a storm, that You would uh, acknowledge, say, God, I may have uh, taken too much pride in my own efforts. I might try to think I've where I've I've gotten a, I, I did it. I've did with my own efforts, or maybe You're going through a tough time, and You say, God, where are You? How come You're not? answering my prayers. And that's the thing I love about this. It's it's not just a description of life, but it's really to shape the way we think, that no matter where we are in our relationship of life, in our journey with life, that God is always with us, even through the dark valleys. And I'm praying, I'm saying to myself as well, that during this, this tough time, that we will find that hidden well that the shepherd will bring us to. Amen. I love you, Mosaic family. Uh, please send me a text. I'll try to send you a text, a phone call. Uh, I'd love to see your face. Uh, if you have um, you know, social media, uh, just send me a little video and I'll do the same. I think we need to work hard in making sure we stay connected during this time where we're asked to stay separated. I thank the Lord that we have this technology, that we can do this, that we can use the technology to still be connected. Thank you again. Uh, Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we say thank you for this day. Uh, Lord, I say thank you for this time that even in dark moments, Lord, that you are leading us to that well where, Lord, that we can can dive into and drink from. And Lord, it is your presence is our reward. Your rod and your staff, they comfort us. Lord, the, the shepherd is close to his sheep. And Lord, we pray, God, that you would draw us close to you during this time, even the rough times and the good times. Forgive us, Lord, that we may have not sought you as as diligently and with with maybe not so much fervency, God, when things were going good. But here we find ourselves where things aren't so good. And Lord, I thank you that you don't get your feelings hurt and you're, you've drawn away from us. But Lord, that you long for us to to be close to you. And Lord, help us to acknowledge that the Lord is my shepherd. No matter what circumstances we find ourselves in, you still are a shepherd and you are a good shepherd. And Lord, even though our circumstances might be tough, Lord, we acknowledge that you are good and you are our shepherd. Lord, I pray, God, that you would help us. Lord, I pray, God, for anyone who has needs um, and are feeling anxious, Lord, that they would uh, be comforted by your spirit and as the body of Christ, that we can uh, comfort one another and bear one another's burdens. We love you, Father, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. We want to thank you for listening. We pray that you were blessed and encouraged. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to this podcast and listen whenever you like. To find out more about Mosaic Church, please visit www.MosaicChurchTLH.com.